This is Redefining the Counterculture on Witten Radio. Make sure to check out our website at wittenradio.com. You're listening to another episode of Redefining the Counterculture right here on Witten Radio. Today we're joined by actress Rita Rucker. Uh, you know her from BET Network's Being Mary Jane, as well as the FX Network's Snowfall. Rita, how are you? I'm great. How are you? Awesome, awesome. I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Thank you so much for joining us on today's show. My pleasure. I'm glad that <laughs> you could have me today. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Um, I'm super excited. You've been doing some some really amazing work. Uh, you've been uh, active in some really great projects, and um, I'm excited to to talk to you a little bit about your entrance your entrance into the field of acting, what was it that just gave you the acting bug and that started you on your career path? Um, I've always been into theater as a kid. Um, I did school plays in elementary school, middle school, um, and I've just always been really active in different performing arts. I was in marching band. I was on the drumline dance team. Um, but it actually wasn't until maybe like four or five years ago that I started considering acting as a career and I just I just went for it um I got my first agent back at home in Atlanta and I did a couple that's where I booked my first um role on being Mary Jane ended up being a recurring role um so they brought me back the following season and then from there um I was like I want to try and challenge myself in a bigger market and so about a year after that I decided to move out here to LA and Within about three months of moving to L.A., I got my first role out here on Snowfall, and here I am today. <laughs> I love it. I love it. You've had this accelerated um, growth in the in the field of, you know, acting, and um, I was wondering who or, you know, what do you attribute your um, success to? Because I know, like you said, you, you took that leap of faith, and you really, you know, have sprouted up. Um, is there somebody or something that you attribute to your success? Definitely. There's a lot of like people that inspire me um, outwardly um, in the industry, especially like this whole like black women, like uh, Angela Bassett, Ava DuVernay, um, Angela, um, just so many women, Regina King, Queen Latifah, all these women inspire me. But I think, um, First and foremost, it's always an inward journey, and I, I give a lot of my credit to my spiritual journey, just meditating, um, writing my affirmations, keeping myself encouraged, praying. I think that, you know, that often gets neglected and kind of gets put off to the side, but I, I try and keep it in the forefront and a priority in, like, everything that I do, and I've seen I've seen just a change in my life when, when I'm able to do that, so, yeah. Definitely, I attest a lot of it to, to that. Absolutely. Meditation, and, you know, um, it, it really, really helps a lot. Do you, um, would you say that you're a spiritual person um, in terms of, I guess, identifying with um, a particular religion or um, deity? I definitely would consider myself more of a spiritual person. Um, I grew up Christian. Um, so I went to church, learned the word, um, but definitely as I've grown into an adult, I've, I've just experienced God in so many different ways. And I'm, I'm enjoying this new journey that I'm on, just 
seeing God in different forms throughout the universe and seeing how huge and universal he is. It's, it's just been an amazing journey of discovery of how <laughs> the magnitude of God and the universe. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, um, I love your faith walk and um, I wanted to talk to you. I wanted to transition and talk to you a little bit about um, just what, uh, who or what inspires you, your, your style um, of acting is reminiscent of um, Angela Bassett, young Angela Bassett. Um, you've got, um, I mean, you've got some amazing uh, skill set. And I was wondering, is there um, a person, a certain person or um, style of acting that you have kind of taken your cues from that have kind of helped to shape you as an actress? Um, Definitely. There are some great out there that, I mean, if you set the bar high, right, like, go for the moon and then somewhere you'll land amongst the stars. But um, definitely Viola Davis is, like, a really key inspiration for me. She's just so visceral, so real, and, like, you never watch her and not feel anything or not believe, like, what you're seeing. And I, I just love her as an actress. I really have a lot of respect for Meryl Streep um, and also Regina King. And it, it's just a blessing to be able to say that. I was directed by her and got to work with her on Being Mary Jane. And I just, even though that was like maybe four or five years ago now, I still look forward to the opportunity to work with her again, maybe opposite her in a scene. And I'm just so happy with all the things that she's doing with her career. And it really, really inspires me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Speaking of Being Mary Jane, you know, you made a huge uh, splash in that series, um, you know, from the, the time that you got on. Tell me what it was like for you um, getting, you know, initially getting casted and kind of what your thought process was once you got casted. How did you prepare for the role and what were your thoughts on receiving the role? I actually still, it was a while ago that I went in to audition for it, but I actually still remember the day pretty perfectly. And, you know, I, you know, actors go to so many auditions just to book one role, but it was definitely up until that point, I had just been on so many auditions and just, like, wondering, is this going to be the one? And so I, I remember, like, sitting in my car praying, like, God, if it's for me, then let it be for me. And so I, I remember um, getting to the audition, going to the room, and, you know, me, Alpha Tyler was the casting director at the time when I got cast. Um, and we, we just hit it off really, really well. Uh, we ended up talking about California. I was actually born in California, but ended up being raised in Atlanta, and we just hit it off really, really well, and then finally got to the audition, and she was blown away and loved my take, gave me a couple redirects, and I knew from 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 leaving that audition that I had that I had booked it, and yeah, it was just such a such a great feeling. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, I, I think that that that's amazing, and um, just the you know, it's it's a testament to your fortitude and, you know, your desire to to be in this industry. Um, and, you know, acting is, is something that a lot of people desire to do, but I, I don't think people really know what truly goes into it, Rita. And um, um, I'm sure that there are times where, you know, it, it's hard to keep your, um, I, I guess, to, to keep, you know, to keep your excitement or to keep, because, you know, yeah. there are times where 
you know, you don't book anything for a while. What What is it that keeps you coming back? Is there some, I mean, uh, clearly you love this art, but is there some underlining thing that, that helps you to, I guess, to keep showing up, you know, even when things yeah, are bad? Absolutely. I mean, I, I would say that I would not be able to survive this industry if I didn't truly love it. And I, <laughs> I say that because I'm definitely in one of those seasons now where I'm in between roles and like just auditioning and like, it seems like nothing's happening, but I mean, it's just, it brings you back to just really diagnosing like why you started in the first place. And like remembering that, that, that feeling that you had, or for me that I had being on stage and like the emotions that, that, that go through, that live through these characters and the stories that you tell, I think is what, really keeps me connected and keeps me going and you know when you try and do it for for money which is nice you know but when you try and make it about fame or when you try and make it about money you get lost that gets lost and your love for it gets lost and so I just try and keep it connected to the work and you know telling you stories that are important to me yeah that's what that's what honestly keeps me going okay okay I love it I love it um it's yeah, because like I said, people just don't oftentimes don't realize what you know what goes into you know being an actress, you know, and, yeah. and getting into film, and it's just yeah, it's something. Um, I want to transition. I want to talk about your time on Snowfall. Um, sure. Now, this is what I know you from is Snowfall, and you do a heck of a job. Tell me what it was like. <laughs> getting the call back about this role, gearing up and preparing for the role, and what the role means to you. Because, I mean, it's, it's a great show. A lot of it is rooted in history, as we know. Um, yeah. Tell me what it, what it was like for you, you know, working on this historical series. It, it, oh, gosh, I have so many words for it. just being a lot of the opportunity to work on this show, and I'm so happy to see it doing well and then got back for another season. Rest in peace to the late and great John Singleton. I'm grateful to say that, you know, I, I had the opportunity to meet him on set that day. Um, and uh, I, I hate that, you know. I, I just cherish, you know, that I at least got to meet him. Um, but working on the show is, was, was phenomenal. Um, I also remember that audition like it was yesterday my manager is such a jokester she called me and like completely made like a practical joke of me um <laughs> getting the role but um yeah it, it was really exciting to work on dancing is just great um Eamon Joseph is also a great person to work opposite of and the cast and the characters that they've created on that show are just phenomenal and it really inspires me and just being able to work on it is really, really motivating because now I'm like preparing and, you know, doing even more character work in my own acting work to, to get my next role. So it's been great. I love it. I love it. Yeah. I, I'm glad you touched on um, director John Singleton. It's still hard to believe that he's gone. Yeah. Um, I mean, truly yeah. it just, he was just a giant of a man. Um, if Absolutely. I may ask you, what was your fondest memory of working with him um, just for us that, you know, because it was actually really short and sweet on set that day. Um, 
ironically, he was not directing my episode. I just so happened to run into him um, in between takes. Uh, I think we were taking a lunch break or was that classy? And I was like, John, oh, my gosh, there's my picture. And we, we chatted for a moment. And, yeah, um, that, that was honestly our moment on set that day. So uh, it, was, it was great just to be able to meet him. And he's so friendly. He was so friendly, so open. And, yeah, it was it's a really fun memory that I had of him. A great and phenomenal person that made his mark in in and definitely in Los Angeles in the world. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, he was um I mean the work that he did was just simply legendary and I mean I know that yeah. just the the fact that you worked on, you know, his series I mean, that's probably something that, I mean, I know that you'll cherish, you know, for the rest of your days. Absolutely. It makes me think, like, gosh, life is so extremely too short. We already have had, like, you know, major losses in Los Angeles this year. And, like, I just, you know, it just makes you really meditate on how short life truly is and making the best and the most of all that you do. Um, Just looking at John Singleton's life, he made – and got, I believe, an award for his first film at 23. And so it's like knowing that and just looking at the history and, like, his drive, it really motivates me as an artist. And it makes me want to make that same mark on the world and in the industry. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And um, while I've got you, I, I just I wanted to transition and, and just to speak on the topic of legacy. Um, you know, we're, we're here speaking about, you know, director – Singleton and you know his legacy is is very extremely rich I should say um when people look at your work 10-15 years from now or or longer um what what's the biggest takeaway that you want them to get from the work that you've done and how would you like to be remembered in terms of legacy um that's such a deep question and something that you know I'm still unfolding every day in life and this is my journey as an artist, but I definitely have this infatuation with the truthfulness and stories that I watch and, and see. And I want to be known and remembered for an artist that always told the truth and always made people feel that they could be their truest selves. And that when they saw me on the screen or wherever on stage, that they found a new part of themselves that, you know, spoke to them, and yeah, that's that's just, that's honestly the kind of artist I want to be. And if it's a famous legacy, so be it. If it's not, if I just touch one life with this through the art of acting, that's that's enough for me. Um, I have so many personal stories that I want to share and eventually write, and yeah, I'm I'm excited. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, so would you could you see yourself transitioning to um writing and producing in addition to acting? For sure. Like that goes back to my role model, um, Regina King and just seeing how she's just been able to rock the her her career as an actress and then on the flip side turn around and be a director and, you know, also producing um T V shows as well now. So yeah, the future is female, and I'm so here for it. <laughs> I'm so here for it. I want to do it all. I love it. I love it. Yeah, you um, you have uh, you've just 
begun. I mean, your journey has just begun, but it's it's one that's that's off to a very very good start. Um, it's th- these uh, jobs that you've gotten, you know, are reflective of your skill set and and the the work that you love to do. Um, I wanted to ask you now. Um, I know that you can't tell us everything, but um, are there any projects that you're that you're currently working on um, that you can tell us about? Yes. Um, the most I can say is that I am working on a series this summer. Um, I can tell you the name, The City. Um, and we should be, we've already back on like episode two, but we should be finishing the rest of the episodes within this year. So I'm excited for that, um, for that show. It's based in Los Angeles and it tells a lot about, um, the gang culture in Los Angeles and, you know, how, how, what it's like to grow up in high school at that time during gang culture. So I'm excited. <laughs> I'm really excited about that project as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, um, I, f- I find that you, you do, you're doing more and more work that is, um, that is rooted in, um, history and culture, um, you know, like the work you've done on sky, um, yeah. snowfall, uh, in addition to, you know, like the city that you just said, um, as an actress, do you have, I guess, a specific yeah. genre that you, that you love doing most? Cause I know that you've done a wide array of stuff. Um, would you say that you prefer to do, um, historical pieces and drama or are you just kind of open? Definitely. I feel like the industry has definitely pulled me in that direction of like doing more historical pieces and kind of like, I guess, hood classics has definitely pulled me in that direction. Um, for my personal preference, I definitely love drama. Um, I don't think I'm that funny, but who knows? Like I could later in my career be pulled in a more comical direction, but I love um, definitely like biopics and historical pieces one of the movies that inspires me still today is um, hidden figures and I, I always kind of use that as like my my staple or like or like where I want to the kind of films that I want to and stories that I want to tell as an actress and in, in the future of my career I love it I love it yeah uh hidden figures is a great film um and it definitely yeah. highlighted the story that needed to be told I mean we as African Americans, we, um, you know, a lot of times we just there, there's we know the you know the traditional narratives and the, the traditional players, but there's so many stories in our culture and our history so that many. we know nothing about. And I, I'm uh, glad that they did Hidden Figures because that story was long overdue and and much needed. Oh. Absolutely, and there's just imagine like all of the stories that are still untold and. You know, maybe you'll oh, read about it. Probably won't, but if it's a movie, people will definitely watch it. You know, so that to me, that is really inspires me as an artist to do that, to tell those type of stories, and do that type of work. Absolutely, sure. yeah. I'm I'm excited because um, I they were there were talks about Ryan Coogler uh, doing a, a movie, a film on Mansa Musa. Which is huge, you know. I mean, because that is huge. Yeah, because traditionally, you know, we're we're the narrative is you know either Jim Crow or slavery, but to show us as kings and royalty, um, I mean, that's that to me that's an extension of Black Panther. Um, uh, it's 
he's the true Black Panther, I would say, Nancy Musa, and Absolutely. I'm just really excited about that. That should be a good, good, good film. I am as well. Like that, just I love the movement that we're in right now, and we're we're hearing so many voices that were quieted before, and I feel that I, I'm amongst those voices that you know this is my opportunity to. To tell my story, it's it's a great time to be in. It is. It truly is. Yeah. And and like you said, I mean, uh, part of you know the the gifting that you know God gives us, um, you know, that we're given when we're born is is the ability to uh, to tell our story and to make our voices known. And so I think if you can do that, um, you're you're doing really well, and you are. You know, you're inspiring the next generation of people to tell their stories and to, you know, to, to do better, you know, to move beyond their station in life. And so I think that that's, that's incredible. Oh Thank you so much. That's definitely a goal for me, for sure. Nikki Hustle always said, one of the highest human acts is to inspire. And so I, I truly believe that. Like, if you're inspiring the next person, then... You're doing a good thing. You're doing a Absolutely. good thing. Absolutely. I completely agree. You're right. You're right. I mean, um, they, I think they say imitation is the highest form of flattery. And um, yeah. Yeah, if, you can, if you can, you know, through your films, through your uh, television programs, you know, if, you're, if you can inspire people to be better, to be greater, I mean, that, that is your life touching another's. And, and that's something that's just absolutely incredible. Yeah, I agree, Walter. I agree. Yes, ma'am. Um, I'd like to I'd like to backtrack just for a second. Um, I know that you know we were talking about you know some of your most recent projects. Tell me, um, when when you get a role, um, when you land a role, how do you prepare for each role? Do you have, I guess, um, a ritual or a thing that you do to prepare and to get in character for that character per se? No, honestly, I wish I had more of a, a system and, like, a structure. But, honestly, every audition is so unique as far as, like, genre or network or, you know, what they're even asking me to do sometimes. Um, but, actually, I'll use this morning's audition I just got, for example. Um, I just like to read it through a couple times. Um, I'm really, honestly, naturally good at memorizing, so I never struggle to memorize lines. But before I tape, because most auditions are self-tape, some are in the room, um, I try, if I have an opportunity, to read it through with someone. And honestly, I, I try and, once I know what's happening in the scene and I know my lines, I just try and pack it and save it for the actual audition. Because if I over-rehearse or if I, you know, go through it too much, dig too deep, I feel like it kind of loses its flavor. And yeah, I just try and keep it as authentic as I can for the actual audition. It's kind of like my process. Um, if it's a lot of words, um, sometimes I have to write it out. But, again, memorization, memorization for, for whatever reason, has been something that I've been blessed with. So I've never really struggled to remember lines, thank God. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, memorizing lines is something that is um, – it can be quite arduous, I would imagine. Um I mean, the fact that you have a, you know, I guess you have a, a system, so to speak, worked out, worked worked out, 
makes things so much so much better. Um, I mean, because yeah, I would imagine just learning the lines for for various characters, you know, um, can be very inundating. Yeah, it's also surprising too. Like I've learned in my journey as an artist is how much it's actually not so much about the words, but what's being said in between the words or behind the words. Like that's the true beauty of storytelling is like you you see you get stuck on a line or you get stuck on a word, but it's just like what's underneath that, you know, what's living in the character behind what they're actually saying, I think is so important and key to connect with. Absolutely, absolutely. Has there ever been a time where you've um you've struggled to I guess to get into character so to speak or to um just to relate or to get into character for that character, because um, I know oh, that sure. each character takes on its own own life, its own soul. Um, has there ever Absolutely. been a time where you've just really just struggled? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think, again, it goes back to just kind of being on top of the words instead of, like, knowing what's going on for your individual character in the scene. Um, but, yeah, definitely. I've, I've, and it, For me, it's always when I'm just trying to – you know, I'm, I'm, I, it's, I always struggle to understand what I'm saying when I'm being very mechanical as opposed to using my emotions. And um, when I connect from a more emotional state versus logical, that's when what I'm saying makes sense to me. Um, but it really, it really goes back to just connecting with, <laughs> with your emotions whenever I have something that I'm, a line that I'm struggling with or a part in the script that I don't understand. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I completely understand. Um, yeah. And I think it's important to, to truly understand the character uh, because once you understand the character, um, of course, it, it helps you to translate it, you know, to the audience better, you know, who this person Absolutely. is, their motives. And like these, these characters, you know, they're, they're layered versions of our own lives. Like maybe your character has an event in their life that you haven't had, but you've, you've experienced the same pain. And so I feel like it's such an interesting journey to discover like the parallels between your life and the character story that you're telling. Yeah. Cause maybe uh, there's definitely been characters that I've taken on that I'm like, I've never experienced this, but I've experienced or heard of that or I've experienced something like that. And yeah, it's really fun to, to explore and to find the parallels. Absolutely, absolutely. I am, um, I guess I'm, I'm excited, but I'm also curious to see um, where um, filmmaking will, will end up or where it will go in the next, um, I guess, three to five years. You know, streaming is huge now. Um, yeah. What are your thoughts on it as an actress? I know that, um, you know, there are limited series that are on streaming platforms now. Uh, then we've got traditional television and we've got film. Um, do you have, I guess, a pick or um, is there a platform that you prefer more so than the other? Honestly, Walter, like at first, the thought of like every the industry expanding so fast is very like overwhelming for me and like, you know, I, I tried to, like, at first make a hierarchy of, like, no, I only want to do network versus, or I only want to do this type of work versus that type of work. But honestly, the 
opportunities to, 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 to work and to tell stories is more vast than ever before. And I, I'm excited for it. I think like now there truly, it goes back to what we were saying about, you know, all of those unheard voices now are, are being heard because of all these different platforms. Um, and I love it. I love it. And I love that even now today we're seeing social media being used as a very, it's, it's a very strong platform on its own. And I'm learning how to use that to my benefit as an actress as well. And yeah, it's amazing. It's great. I love it. I agree. I agree. It's, it's, it's a good time to live because, um, you know, there's just so many avenues that you can use to really help to, um, I mean, to really support your, your, your goal, your mission, your brand. Um, and it's, it's such a wonderful way to connect with the people that, you know, adore and support you, you know, and I think it's a, it's a double-edged sword. It's like social media can be really, really bad, but I mean, it can, it can be good too. It connects you with the world and it, you know, it it just makes you more tangible, you know, more reachable in in a a world that's just getting bigger and bigger. So think it's great Absolutely. i think, it, I, think well. it, I think it makes you um especially like just touching on social media in general like i i think it just makes you forces you to be hyper focused on what your intention is because if not you get kind of overwhelmed and like swallowed swallowed whole by the whole thing but if you're like really specific on you know the kind of work you want to do and the kind of people that you want to connect with in the industry it's a very useful tool it's just getting down to, like, what specifically you want, because it's out there. For sure, it's out there, more now than ever before. Absolutely, absolutely. I completely agree. Speaking of social media, I wanted to ask you, um, I know that you're you're fairly social on um, on Instagram. Um, I was wondering for our listening audience, um, where can they follow you and um, connect with you on social media? Sure. Uh, my Instagram is at Lita Rucker, just my first and last name, really plain and simple. Um, and I'm also on Twitter as well. You can follow me on Twitter at Lita Rucker. At the end, there's an extra R, so the R-I-T-A-R-U-C-K-E-R-R at the end. And you can also um, like me on Facebook. I have my own artist page on Facebook as well, and I just try and, you know, if I'm not working on a project at the moment, I just try and always, like, spread positive inspiration and quotes um so yeah connect with me message me i respond and i follow back so yep (laughs) i love it i love it and rita um i I wanted to um uh well in closing i just wanted to say thank you so much for uh, joining me on today's show and it was really enlightening to have you on um, I think that thank you, know, you so much, Walter. Thank <laughs> you for having me. Thank you're welcome. You. You're welcome. Uh, you truly blessed me, um, and it was it was amazing to hear about you know the story about uh, Mr. John Singleton that you know that that passed uh, just not long ago. Um, I just it's hard to believe that he's it's hard to believe he's gone, and uh, yeah, it's just uh, it just makes you really truly realize you know the value of life and just making each day count. Um, I wanted to ask you, um, you know, when we close out um, here, um, well, I wanted to give you the floor and just to ask if there's anything that you um, would like to say to our listening audience. 
Um, thank you so much for tuning in and even taking time out of your day to to listen to me speak to hear my voice. Um, and my I guess my message to anyone listening is: if you have something that you're passionate about and you want to do, do it. Just do it. Um, I saw. Uh, a picture, like a, I guess it was like a meme on Instagram, where it kind of mapped out, you know, you work 40 hours a week, you have this many hours of sleep, and you have 37 hours left within a week to devote towards your passion or your dream, whatever that is. If you want to be an actor, if you want to be a real estate agent, if you want to be a banker, whatever it is. So I, I just hope that, you know, listen to, listening to me speak with Walter, that you're inspired to do whatever your passion is. And thanks for listening. I love it. I love it. I love it. Rita, thank you so much. Um, again, truly a blessing that, uh, to have you on. And I, I, I love it. You, you said it yourself. I mean, we, we work, you know, 40 hours a week, sometimes more. And we've got just a little time, so the equivalent of probably like a day cumulatively to, to work on our goals and to achieve them. And no matter how old you get, guys, if you're out there listening, it's never too late to, to – go for your goals and work towards them. And, um, I mean, it's just uh, we're only given this life, and we've, we've got to just do our best to, to achieve what we want to achieve. And so you, you hit on that was some really good advice. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Good. awesome. Well, Rita, thank, thank you so much. much. You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, thank you so much. And um, guys, if you're listening to this on SoundCloud, go ahead, go ahead and hit the subscribe button. Uh, we're also available for um, iPhone users or uh, Apple users. If you've got a iPhone or Apple product, go to the uh, iTunes store, search for our name, Witten, Witten Radio. Uh, once you search for our name, you can download this episode um, and you can um, share it. It's all free of charge. Uh, Android users have no fear. We haven't forgotten about you. We're available in the Google Play Store. Uh, go to the Google Play Store, search for our name. Again, same thing. You can download this episode, subscribe, and even share. Last but not least, if you've got a Roku player or Roku, Roku smart television, you can watch this interview right in the privacy of your own home. Uh, we've got over 200-plus hours of original content programming and interviews uh, all free of charge from the Roku Channel Store. Just search for our name. Uh, once you search for our name, you can download the app and begin streaming all free charge. And last but not least, uh, we are available on Stitcher um, Smart Radio as well as YouTube uh, from the uh, YouTube channel, or excuse me, from YouTube search engine. Uh, just search for our name. Uh, hit the subscribe button while you're there. Leave us a comment. Let us know what you think. Uh, Stitcher, uh, Stitcher users, uh, we're available um, you've got to actually search for our show name, Redefining the Counterculture on Stitcher, but you can, uh, you can stream, you can actually stream live, um, you can download past episodes, and you can um, leave comments and everything as well. So check us out. We're out there. Um, again, tonight's uh, guest was Rita Rucker. Uh, you know her from uh, Snowfall, um, as well as BT's Mary Jane. Uh, she's doing some amazing, amazing things. We'll put the link to her social media uh, in the body of this post, and uh, you guys are awesome. We will catch up with you later. Thank you so much, Rita. Thank you. Thank you, Walter. You're welcome. You have a good one.